a relational leader. The reason you're in this room today is because you're a person of influence. You're an influencer. You wouldn't be here if you weren't. That means what you say and what you do and how you act and the words that you use extend influence into your realm. And when you speak, people listen. And when you give advice, people want to hear what you have to say. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? A vision is having a crystal clear sense of what the finish line looks like, but no idea of how far away it is. I'm PK, along with Larry Kutzler and Reverend Sean Morrison, the Executive Director of Good in the Hood, and we want to welcome you to Inspiring Your World. John, we've been doing a list, 10 traits. Actually, we've had a couple, so now it'll end up being 12 traits of healthy leaders. And we we started with credibility and humility. And now, this time, we're going to be talking about relationally intelligent and visionary. Those words, relationally intelligent, is, is really interesting to me. Because normally, as a leader, I notice that most people do relationships fairly poorly, whether it's in a family or an organization, they just don't know how to make things work between people. We both observe the same thing. Relational intelligence is a key, I believe, in a leader because you are working with people. Again, the old proverbial thing is if you think you're a leader, you look back and no one's following you, just going for a walk, so to speak. And in order to be a successful leader, you have to have some measure of relational intelligence. Very few people can get away without that. There may be a few exceptions, but you know, when I think of somebody relationally intelligent, there's someone that knows how to navigate relationships well. They're aware of their own strengths and weaknesses, but they also are sensitive to the hot buttons of another person to make sure they don't uh, step too heavy on someone. They're emotionally sensitive. They know when uh, or can sense or discern when something's not going well and how to compensate, how to come around that, and how to, in a sense, make everyone in the room or in the sphere of their own influence, they know how to make everyone feel like a someone, not like just an anyone. No one is around them going to feel unimportant or lacking in value. And that becomes very difficult in our world because Mm -hmm. opinion is king and everyone has a king. Yes. (laughs) Right? Yeah, for sure. And so it's very difficult, especially in this highly charged world. So how do you start developing that? I mean, you make yourself aware of a room of people. Do you say to yourself, okay, stay away from this topic, from this person? How do you do this? I'll say from my own personal experience, and I I have lots to learn, so let me just start there. I was somewhat self-aware just observing that when I would go into groups and situations, I would watch and people siloed. You know, if it was a dinner or, you know, maybe there was a fundraiser or something, and a lot of people who didn't know one another would just silo. And I remember making an intentional decision. I'm going to be, in every situation I can, the first person to walk up to someone and introduce myself, greet them warmly, and shake their hand. It was just a simple thing, but it became a way to break the ice. And all of a sudden, that fear, that anxiety that everyone feels around a situation where they're uncomfortable and they don't know anyone, it broke the ice for me. And suddenly, we got into some really good conversations, and I became a networker through that. I kind of fell into it, but it was a conscious decision on my part at one point. So that, that was one. The second thing that I remember doing, and this was when I was younger, 
I intentionally would ask people that I um, was around for advice. And that was key. And sometimes I asked for advice when I actually thought I already knew the answer. But it was because I wanted to give significance to someone else and someone that I did respect. But I also realized that when I asked for advice, it made someone else feel valued and they would often give me more than I was even asking. And I, lo and behold, I actually learned things, even though I thought I knew the answer to whatever I was asking for, I usually found I learned way more than I thought I even knew. And so it became a benefit, but I actually gained a relationship through it. So you're actually trying to get buy-in by other people's opinions by asking them simple questions. What are your thoughts? What do you think? I think that's very wise. Yeah. The key thing, in my opinion, all of this is finding within the framework of your own personality things that value other people and create significance in others. And then being able to, you know, in a sense, capture that significance in a relational context. For me, it was reaching out first, being the first to reach out. And the second thing was valuing someone by asking for their advice and their wisdom that they've gained through experience. And I find that most people are very happy to share that because they've got lots to share through a lifetime of experiences and very few people are are asking them for it. And so it becomes a real win for me personally and for our organization and our church, but it also becomes an opportunity to activate someone in their gifts and talents. The other trait that we're going to talk about this time is a little controversial because sometimes a person who is a visionary is oftentimes quite a ways ahead of people, Mm -hmm. of the crowd. And sometimes they're just out there. But yet, a visionary is a trait of a healthy leader. Explain to us how you see a visionary. A, A person who's a visionary, they know where they're going ultimately. And they're able to take that knowledge or that, you know, that dream even. It's, it's got to be a, a, a dream or a direction that's clear, concise, and able to be communicated to someone else or to others. Again, three C's. I like to do slogans. So vision has to be clear, concise, something that is able to be packaged easily in a short a few words. And then it has to be something that can be communicated effectively to others. I I think a lot of times a visionary does get a bad rap because they seem to be a dreamer. That's probably because they're maybe an immature visionary or they haven't packaged it well yet. They haven't learned how to bring that exciting and inspirational thought and idea into a place that others can comprehend it. Well, and I've usually noticed visionaries oftentimes need other people around them to kind of manage the vision. And visionaries need to be consistent. I like your ideas, uh, your clarity, and your concise and all of that. But there needs to be a certain amount of consistency with the vision. Because visionaries have a tendency, because the nature of the visionary is to bounce. It's to go here for a while, then over here for a while. And that gets to be very frustrating for people that are trying to be led by that person. Absolutely. Well said. Uh, A dream becomes a nightmare if it's not going anywhere. It becomes something that's going everywhere. And ultimately, if you're going everywhere, you're not going anywhere. And I think you said it so well, you need other people, but just the nature of being a visionary means you're not going alone. You're going with others. You're you're leading, hopefully masses, but at least you're leading somebody. It might be your own family, but you are a person that knows where you're going. What you may not know is how to get there. And so you need people who are able to give you some of that on-site operational detail who can harness 
the strength, the uh, inspiration that you're bringing, but you know that doesn't mean that just because you don't know how that it in some way negates the vision itself. The vision may be something that God has given you or something that you are that right person to be giving it, but you also have to have, as you said so well, other people and you need to know how to employ their gifts and talents effectively. For more information about Reverend Sean Morrison's organization, visit goodinthehood.org. Join us next time for Inspiring Your World.